Hello, welcome to another episode of Hope with Danny, a podcast dedicated to inspire listeners everywhere with weekly stories and personal testimonies from our wide range of guests. I'm your host, Danny Daniel, and thank you for listening. We are real fortunate today to have the greatest example of hope that I've seen in a lot of the episodes that we've done, not to diminish the others, but this is a true community foundation that's interested in the community in every way that I know possible. Uh, We have with us, Sarah McKinney, and she is the president and CEO of the uh, Athens Area Community Foundation. Glad to have you with us this morning, Sarah. Thank you so much, Danny. Well, I'll tell you, you're a busy person, and and I applaud you for that uh, because you've got a lot on your plate. As I told you before we started, uh, I looked at your annual report, and I said, who do you not have involved in your (laughs) your organization? Uh, It's a great uh, group that's been around a good while. Let me ask you this. What's your background and how did you get to the Athens Area Community Foundation? My background, Danny, is in social work. I had the pleasure of uh, coming to the University of Georgia to finish my college career over 20 years ago and landed my early career playing at the Council on Aging, which many of your listeners and I know you are familiar with at the old train station there at the back side of downtown Athens. And I had the fortune of working there for uh, 14 years um, and uh, really enjoyed my time working in nonprofits with older adults in in-home settings, really deeply involved with residents in the community. Left there after an incredible career just to spread my wings a little bit and headed over to the University of Georgia where I had another incredible opportunity to work with uh, Georgia 4-H, which is another brand that many of your listeners will be familiar with. It's in every county in our wonderful state. And I got to travel Georgia and learn about positive youth development and helping uh, young people uh, aspire in their young lives and uh, see career opportunities and just so much more. And then from there, got an awesome opportunity to come back to the Athens community, uh, which I never left. I just worked throughout the state and lead the Athens Area Community Foundation, which is where I am today and having a blast. Well, anybody that doesn't believe that you've made the full circle from youth to older people, uh, (laughs) you've done that. You're an excellent person to be ahead of this organization. And again, I applaud you for that. I I think that uh, y'all do many, many things that other organizations and even nonprofits don't do. You, you not only raise money, but you find good places to place it. Uh, what about your mission now? What is the mission of the Community Foundation? Our mission is really to help passionate donors create permanent legacies. We work with those donors to foster strategic philanthropy. I can talk more about that. And then working with those uh, contributors to our community, we shape effective responses to our community through collaboration. And that's a lot of words, and it doesn't necessarily uh, tell the right story, but it is. If you dig deep into who we are, we do live by our mission. Legacies, philanthropy, and strategic and effective responses to community need. Well, that's a big mouthful, as we might say. Uh, I think everybody should make a difference in their life if they possibly can, if they don't have some disabilities, and even those with disabilities are able to make a difference because that's what we're supposed to do. All of us, our individual way, are supposed to provide a legacy. It may just be for our family or our friends, but when you can do do it for a whole community, it means so much more. 
Absolutely. And, uh, what can you ex- ex- describe or explain the definition of collaboration with your organization? Definition of collaboration for our organization means really to move ahead at um, uh, as a community. You really have got to link arms with one another, and that is across sectors: private, public, pro- for-profit, nonprofit. And when you see a need, it is going to require multiple disciplines to address that need. And so we partner in our grant making efforts with public schools, private institutions, nonprofits, churches to address community needs through both grant making, but effective responses and, you know, great responses to community need, need data, they need funding, they need human capital. And so we're always kind of at the table of what does a community need to move forward and succeed as long as we're alive, there will always be extraordinary needs. How can we meet those and even get rid of some of them in the meantime? Well, I totally agree with that. Uh, I think the challenge is not to duplicate efforts uh, and then make sure that efforts are accessed. And in doing exactly. so, allow people to be personally involved in those efforts, whether it's through a school or it's through an organization. Uh, and you said something in your vision about nimble workforce. What does nimble workforce mean? Well, it, the the workforce of yesterday is not necessarily the workforce of tomorrow. We all know that, especially during this moment in history and time with the pandemic and the, the workforce issues that we have today. And what that really means is the access to education that our young people have from you know, preschool all the way through post-secondary, whether that's an incredible opportunity at Athens Tech or going to Piedmont College or headed to Valdosta State. How can we support education through a continuum that allows us to fill a variety of jobs? And that's what we mean by nimble. Uh, there are careers in uh, nursing. There are incredible careers in manufacturing. And we have got to support, again, that continuum of education that allows our young people to see and realize opportunities um, that are relevant to our region. A great example of that, because you often have to give people a story. I know I need a story to often understand Uh, context is our local career academy. Uh, You know, they are uh, offering young people in our high schools opportunities in hospitality, in welding, in cosmetology. And those types of educational opportunities require and truly demand the support of uh, philanthropy, of corporate giving. And we believe and understand that when young people have an opportunity to be exposed to a variety of career opportunities early and often, we can support a nimble workforce that the region demands. Well, what you're doing uh, has everything to do with what our mission is, uh, because we believe that everybody needs hope and everybody has a story. Therefore, hope stories. And we've got 35 of them for people to look at. Uh, And yours is going to be a great opportunity for people to understand that we are a community. We need to work together for the same outcomes. One of the things that you're doing is we're looking at affordable housing. You know, all the real estate people I talk to says, look, uh, we got people that want to sell, but they don't have anywhere to go. Uh, right. There's not any inventory out there. So obviously we need to build more affordable housing in the Clark and Oconee area. Absolutely. I mean, that contributes to a nimble workforce all day long. You've got to be able to provide a variety of housing opportunities that match the variety of job opportunities. And across the nation, housing stock and affordable housing and um, 
housing availability, like I said, with housing stock is a huge issue. Um, and, and they're not issues that are fixed overnight with the stroke of a check. That, right back to the original question of collaboration, takes collaboration. Communities, it is it is much easier said than done to create affordable housing. Um, and I think that in, um, is, is probably one of our most pressing needs of today. You could park affordable housing right up there with mental health and substance use disorders um, and education, post-secondary educational attainment. We've got a lot to work on as a community, but we have a lot to work on as a world. And if you don't have hope, right back to your mission and vision for your business, Danny, you won't ever seek change and you won't seek opportunities to make a difference. Well, you just gave me something else to put in our uh, bag of tricks. Uh, If you don't have hope, you, you don't have opportunity. You can't create opportunity, Uh, and I believe that. Uh, The other thing that I would mention that uh, needs a lot uh, to address is mental health. Uh, Athens is the greatest community in the world. I mean, I've only been here about 50 years. I was born and raised here at the University of Georgia, and people move back here all the time because it's a wonderful community. It's a wonderful environment, but we need to tackle mental health as much in our community as any other place. And I'm sure y'all are addressing that. Uh, But what I like about what you do more than anything is you're a give-back organization. Uh, You're not only giving back from your coordination, but you're allowing your members and those that work with you to give back of what they've been blessed with. Correct. And that makes a a big difference. Uh, You say uh, on your uh, platform or your sheet here, that uh, you talked about where, when, how, why, and what, uh, I guess, to a certain degree. But one of the things is, I say it again, your donors create a dynamic legacy. Yes. Uh, they can make a difference. Uh, and that, that's uh, important to me. Now, you talk about culture uh, again. And, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be political here because our podcast is not supposed to be anything at all about politics or really about religion, but I have to say that uh, creating a culture of integrity and not a cancel culture is a pretty big deal. Sure. That big word is yours, integrity. Yep, exactly. We we believe that if you lead with integrity, um, you will end every opportunity in trust, and that's not always the trust to earn somebody's business, but it's the trust in your brand, and that is paramount to our mission and vision is that we must lead with integrity, be consistently knowledgeable about our community, be forward thinking about our community, operate within our uh, mission with engagement and consistency, and we'll generate trust in that department. And if you don't uh, maintain integrity, you will never earn and keep trust, which is something you must constantly work for. Well, I always told my kids, if you know, you talk about what you're going to do and all like that. I said, you know, you got to get in the box if you're able to get out of the box. If you don't mm-hmm. learn what's going on around you, you're not able to attack uh, those things that can help that community. And y'all are in the box. But not only that, you're getting out of the box with the actions that you take. Uh, we're That's talking right. with Sarah McKinney. She is the CEO and president of the Athens Area Community Foundation. And Sarah, we are glad to have you this morning. You mentioned a big word. It's a great big word. It's called trusted. Uh, We've almost lost that in a lot of our communities. But what does trusted mean to the Athens Area Community Foundation? Trusted for us, you know, at the end of the day, what we do, Danny, is we work with individuals and businesses in our community who have the opportunity 
uh, to give um, and give significantly. You anytime are asking, be it a church or a nonprofit or a school doing a fundraiser, anytime you're asking somebody to part with their time, to part with their hard-earned money, uh, you know, you, you've got to instill trust that when they share back with you what they have to give, that you're a trusted entity to carry out what you said you were going to do. And so when we talk about creating that dynamic legacy that you mentioned a moment ago, we're asking donors to the community foundation and they're truly donors to the community. They first start with us and then they grow within the community, but we're asking them to be really excited, to be on fire about giving today, but to think about our communities 100 years from now, long after any of us are alive. And that's the difference we hope to make in that dynamic legacy that we talk about. Really being on fire about giving today, understanding our communities today, but trusting the community foundation to steward their asset long past the time that we're gone. Philanthropy does not fix all the things, but I view it as a, a tool in a surgical room for our communities where we all have got to be working in tandem to sew that patient up, you know, and I'm using an interesting uh, analogy there, but um, the needs of our community require multiple inputs and philanthropy is an aspect of that. And philanthropy is not a short term episodic situation. We've got to think about philanthropy and a culture of philanthropy in our community for long, long past the time that we're here. So that's that dynamic legacy. And you cannot earn that kind of business and grow that kind of business in the absence of integrity and trust. And you hit a nail on the head that we are missing a lot of trust in our world today. But what I genuinely know and believe in working with multiple aspects of our community is that most people are walking around with good, if not great intention for their neighbors, for their children, for their families, for their businesses. That doesn't mean that we always agree with one another, but how can we come alongside each other as a community in philanthropy, in public giving, in schooling, you fill in the blank as a business person and hope for and dream for the best for our neighbors. And again, you won't always agree, but if you lead with integrity and, and consistently seek to earn trust, you can oftentimes arrive at similar conclusions. Well, I couldn't agree with you anymore. That, that word trust, you know, it just uh, it's not available in most uh, scenarios anymore. Uh, things just happen because you think they need to happen or you want them to happen. But when you interject trust in the overall uh, vision of what you're doing, it makes a big difference. I saw in a book the other day something I've known all my life is uh, what you have to do in all uh, facets of society is accentuate the positive. Now, if we just run around with critical of everything and we don't do anything about it, we're not accentu accentuating the positive. And, and I, I think we all know that if we do that on a consistent basis, then we're going to have positive outcomes. And when you look at Athens, Georgia, it's probably the most diversified community anywhere in the state. Uh, mm -hmm. We've got the University of Georgia, we've got soccer, we've got football, we've got everything in between that, uh, the Classic Center. Uh, it means that we have to have a diversified approach, as you're saying, to collaborate and to provide uh, funding for the, those things that are important to us. Uh, I mean, that, that makes your job even more difficult. We're diversified. We're not just a, a mill or a manufacturing community. We've got it all here. Exactly. Exactly. And we we do have it all. And sometimes when we have it all, we take for granted. I'm talking to myself about what's exactly in our in front of us and in our backyard. Well, that's true. And, you, you know, there's a, a 
a term that's almost got bad uh, uh, connotations, and it's called follow the money. You know, you, you can look all over the country, and you can follow the money, and then you can back, go back to identify uh, what caused the action or the reaction, and it was based on money. Mm-hmm. Now, you folks are entirely different than that. Uh, you can follow your donor's money all the way down to the good it did, and you can smile with that uh, right. identification. Uh, That's right. So it's it's true, very much so. Uh, now, let's get on down the road here. Uh, we, we, we've got a trusted guide for local ph- philanthropy. That's a big old word. And then you've got a trusted partnership with local organization. But how about trusted community leaders sure. like your board of yep. directors? Right. We, we, you just hit the nail on the head. We have three very strategic ways in which we anchor our community. We work to be a trusted guide for local philanthropy, uh, just a trusted partner for local organizations and a trusted community leader. And what that comes down to is the, uh, I always talk about at the end of the day, at the end of the day, we're a public grant making foundation. In its simplest form, we get to give out money for great cause, and we do that in partnership with incredible fund holders who are donors to the Community Foundation. You can't be a trusted partner for local organizations and a trusted guide for local philanthropy without truly having your eyes and your ears on the community. And that's where our board comes into place. play. We have one of the most incredible boards of directors, and it, it, they are not just our fiduciary. They are our leader, our champion, our uh, cheerleader, um, and, and those that we look up to. Uh, currently chaired by Rhodes McClanahan, First American Bank and Trust president. Uh, Rhodes and uh, the board lead our actions. And to be a great community foundation board member, we ask, and they are, the eyes and ears of our community. So you'll see very different people, different sectors of our community represented on our board. We have difficult discussions and learn with each other about various aspects of our community. And when we understand or at the tables with school systems and mayors and commissions and chambers of commerce and nonprofits and private business owners, when we understand what they want and need and hope for, we can be a guide for local philanthropy. And what that boils down to is there's extraordinary nonprofits doing extraordinary lifting in this community. They all need support. They all are worthy of that. But how do you guide giving to make great change within those organizations? you got to be a leader. So that's what we lead with every single day. Well, that makes a whole lot of sense. And I looked at your board of directors. I was very impressed. Uh, you've got somebody from every sector of our local community that can find out what the community needs, uh, bring that That's to right. the table, and allow you all to act on it to get the right kind of in- input. Uh, I, I, again, I was impressed with that. And I think that the more we can get the word out about what the Athens Area Community Foundation is doing, uh, maybe the more we can get donors and people to help and get behind what you're doing. Uh, exactly. I, I, you know, you hear the term all the time, win-win. I don't want to place that on y'all, but it is that to a certain degree, except you call them must-wins when you yes. identify it. What do you yes. mean by that? When I, when I talk about our must-wins, you know, as people, as humans, we know, we know every day we want to seek to do X, Y, Z, and that's a part of our individual cultures. It's not for me to tell you what you need to win at every day, and this isn't a competition win. It's when the community foundation wins, 
the community itself wins. We're here to come alongside and support the needs of organizations in our community. And so every single day we work to really be a point of inspiration for people who have the ability and capacity to give. At the same time, we want to be their point of connection being just like your trusted financial advisor or uh, CPA or church leader. We want to be a trusted partner for your giving. So we want people to feel comfortable calling here and asking us, what do you recommend for my giving and being in a position to suggest that. And then we talk about being a champion in our wins of strategic philanthropy. And what that means is you can often give to causes because it makes your belly feel good. And that's great. We all know those three or four organizations that we really love to give to because we just love what they do and it makes us feel wonderful. We also know data tells you a story in these communities and how can we line data up alongside great giving. A perfect example of that is the outcome of poverty in our community. You very well understand that athens Clark County has a high rate of poverty. That's an outcome that requires multiple inputs from everything from education to housing to workforce, you name it. How can we dig in and mine the data and match to the organizations who are making great change in college access, for example, or extraordinary change in healthy access to food? And so we look at that data and then we look at those organizations that we know inherently and we can see and are showing that they're doing great work and we guide giving towards that. Well, and then, and also the last win is creating joy. We want you to feel joyful when you work with us. How about giving folks hope? Would that fall into Joy place? and hope are synonymous, aren't they? <laughs> no, they really not are. So much. Well, yeah. again, I hope people understand that we're all about hope. We don't try to push anything except for hope. We share hope with people that have been there and had uh, unusual situations happen in their journey. And we're trying to give folks uh, hope. But I like the idea of you being an outcomes-based organization. You're not just throwing money at it. No. But also, I think we've become so heavy with outcomes that we often don't see the good work that's leading up to positive outcome. And so you don't want to get so lost in the numbers that the the exceptional face of a human whose experience changed because of an exceptional nonprofit isn't good enough. So it's a little bit of both. You know, it's uh, we all want great connection, but you do have to see positive outcomes. So it's an interesting hybrid of the two. Well, there you go again, giving one of those big words like connection, community connection. Uh, and that's what you're doing so well. Uh, you know, we all care about each other in different sort of ways, and we can all provide outcomes based with our pocketbooks. But uh, it's a caring community and that you put the glue in there to make sure it's going to work uh, for all of us. Uh, I like the term, uh, we want our community to be on fire about giving. Yeah. Boy, that's great. That's a fire that's a positive fire, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. And that's a culture. You know, you create areas where there is great philanthropy. They have a culture of giving. And that has existed long before we existed. So we don't want to insinuate that wasn't already around. But I think we contribute to this community uh, uh, uh uh, an ignition, if you will, of uh, creating and maintaining and growing a culture of great giving. Well, it's it's like the old idea. My dad was in World War II, as so many people's dads was, and, and even moms. Uh, and, and his basis for uh, our family was he wanted to make us better off and have more opportunities than he had in the Depression. Uh, and then, of course, that gave me the incentive to try to do that for my children. 
I think we need to keep that ball rolling uh, in what we're doing with what you guys are doing uh, to make people more aware of what the needs are and how we're trying to solve them. Uh, I, I want to ask you this. I know that you're trying to fix things, if you will. That's probably the wrong choice of words. Uh, so that our children will have a better community and our grandchildren will have, then we leave them with that uh, as you develop it. Uh, but what about the local donors, the, the people that donate to you? You're not going to the federal government and getting a million dollars a year. Uh, no. You're trying to get it locally if you possibly can. Correct. This is everything that we do is private philanthropy between individuals and organizations. Um, we even work with nonprofits on some of their operating uh, funds. And so the community foundation is made up today of just over $20 million in assets and about 175 different fund holders. And when I say fund holders, those are donors, institutions, businesses who have said, I'm going to anchor my philanthropy within the community foundation. So people give to, but they're giving through the community foundation to our community. And people will often say, well, why can't I give straight to the organization? We absolutely can. The benefit of working with the community foundation is the expertise and knowledge um, and the investment we have in our communities and really cultivating uh, family interest in community and then working on that succession planning. We're going to work with Danny Daniel and his children, his grandchildren and your great grandchildren uh, to really steward a family name, an organizational name. And sometimes that's not even of greatest importance, but it's it's really customized one on one guidance for giving. And some people want that and desire it. Others do not. When you work with us, you're going to have an incredibly joyful, easy, wonderful connection to community through your giving. We're prideful of that, but we're also um, humble enough to understand we don't have all the answers. We don't know everything. And that's where that keeping your eyes and ears and listening to the community needs and well, understanding what it is. Well, that's why um, y'all help guide some nonprofit organizations, maybe with how they might place their funds. Uh, correct. Uh, because if you're doing the same thing, we all know that you're doing the same thing, you get the same outcomes uh, and maybe you need to shift. You mean maybe you need to transition to the 2021 uh, opportunity uh, and y'all help them do that very much. Uh, the Athens Area Community Foundation has the ability to help your nonprofit organization as well as you being able to spread the opportunity within the community. Even if you're given $100 or a million, whatever it is, it's an opportunity to have more leverage with your donation and, and more opportunity, as I keep saying, to help the community. How can they do that? How can someone do that now? The nonprofit specifically? Uh, yes, and the individual donors. The, I just always tell people, if you've got any question about us, give us a call. Our number is 706-357-7148. We're online. We, will just, we are not trying to do anything other than grow a culture of giving for this community. And if you never, ever work with us at the Athens Area Community Foundation, but we've contributed to your understanding of our community, then we're doing a great, great job. And so we have, um, we often work with individuals and their professional advisors, their CPAs or financial advisors, because many of the people we work with have taxable reasons to give. They're inherently philanthropic, but there's taxable interests here. Um, we work with a lot of non-cash uh, gifting, everything from real estate to securities. So know that we have the expertise there. 
And then many nonprofits trust us to steward their funds as well. Super examples are the Cottage Sexual Assault Center, Athfest Educates, the Council on Aging, Camp Hooray. All of these nonprofits have had some reason to grow a fund. All of our assets at the Community Foundation are invested assets, so they're growing. And so each of those funds that I talked about um, are planted here, and they are growing for the good of our community. And it is truly an honor and a privilege to do what we do and to partner with so many people and and entities in our community um, to support the greater good and to support that hope that you've talked so much about. Well, and also, this has great economic impact for Athens, uh, by, by investing the right way for Athens growth and, uh, and its, uh, citizens, you're providing economic, uh, growth as well. Uh, oh, heavens. Yes. We give out over uh, the last three years, we've given out over $2 million a year. And I, that's, you know, that is not, there's no, no gift is too small and no gift is too big, but you can't argue with $2 million getting deployed into mostly this region. Um, and that is, um, uh, that's just awesome. And the people doing the incredible work of our nonprofits, churches and schools and, uh, government leisure services programs, for example, there is just, there's incredible people out there. And while the days sometimes seem a little heavy, particularly in this moment in time, there are extraordinary people doing extraordinary things. Well, I want to encourage everybody that's listening to this to find out what an organizational playbook is for Athens and surrounding areas go to AthensAreaCF.org. Did I say that right? AthensAreaCF.org. And you can learn all about what we're doing, what uh, they're doing, and be appreciative of what we've got in Athens and how we're addressing the needs of Athens. Thank you so much, uh, Sarah McKinney, for being with us today. Thank you, Danny. I appreciate you. Subscribe to our social media and share your stories on the HopeWithDanny.com website. Remember, it's all about hope. I'm your host, Danny Daniel. This episode was recorded at Vega Studios.